0: Because I can tell you that you're worthy or that you should be confident again and again, it will last 10 seconds. You need to create evidence and remind yourself that you are... Welcome back to Self-Centered, my darlings, with me, Calypso, the show that empowers you to create a life that feels aligned, alive, and yours. I'm here every week. We have chats that expand your mind, that challenge social norms, and really, most importantly, that show you how important life gets to be when you give yourself permission to put yourself at the centre. She's coming at it with gusto today. (laughs) I hope that you've had a good week so far from wherever you are in the world and whatever you have been doing. Today's conversation is around something that I think every single person that I have ever met in my entire life feels they could benefit from. We're talking about confidence today. Now, There are some people in the world who feel relatively confident. Maybe externally they have been doing things for a while or they just naturally feel like they excel in certain areas. I actually would probably put myself in the camp of people that feel quite naturally confident. However, even the people that outwardly feel most confident can have moments and can feel maybe on reflection self-doubt, which breeds into a lack of confidence when doing future things or just existing as a human being so I feel like everybody that's listening to this is going to benefit from the tips I'm going to share I know that if you are lacking or feeling like you're really struggling with your self confidence I want to share this message that you're not alone every single person that I work with battles with their self-confidence in some way I am on a constant journey like I said externally confident public speaking yep can do it uh like just raise my points in discussions confidence doing that but there are definitely times when I feel like oh my gosh am I actually going to be able to do that I wish that I could just do that without thinking about it De- and I'm just as I'm sharing this I'm thinking about some specific examples I was out on the weekend and we were meeting. Me and my partner were going there, and there were some friends that were going to be at this party. And we were meeting them at this party, a party that was new. I'd never been to it before. Now my partner was running late, and we were going to meet at the event. And I was like, I am a little bit too scared to walk into this event on my own. I feel I don't feel confident enough because the person, the other friend that I was going to be meeting there, also wasn't there. She was like, it's fine. Meet my my friends. You don't. You've never met them, but my friends are there. I've told them to look out for you. Just head in. I was actually like, I don't. I don't think I can do that. I was like, I don't know if this is what social anxiety is. I've never experienced it before, but this is a hard pass for me. I didn't feel confident enough to step into that room, and I really, I voiced it with my girlfriend. I was like, I think I'm gonna wait for you. I don't feel confident enough to just go in there and meet these new people in this party setting in this new environment on my own. She was like, Oh my god, I've never heard you say that before. I wasn't expecting that, but in that moment, I just wasn't feeling very confident now sometimes I think it can be circumstantial like some days I feel more confident than others and I don't know if you listening to this can relate to that sometimes you're feeling this girl is on fire (laughs) other days it's like no and so I also want to say that I feel you like there are times when even though you might look at me and the work that I do and think she's confident I have these Mementos of not feeling that way. And I have some tips, and these things help me feel more confident. I share them with all of my clients. I lead workshops on this. I could talk about this until I'm blue in the face. I'm going to share my four tips to help you feel more confident in yourself. So we're going to get straight into the goods. No stalling. I'm just sipping a tea out of a Christmas mug. in summer. (sighs) Okay, the first thing that you can do to feel more confident in yourself is to stop comparing yourself to other people 24-7. You could probably hear the passionate slap on my thighs as I shared those things. Stop doing it. Stop sitting on Instagram, looking at everyone else thinking they've got their life together and I don't. Now, I know this one is easier said than done, but I want to explain why it is so important. Why? And I'm also going to give you a couple of little things that you can do to help with this, to actually help with the comparison monster, as I call it. If you've heard me talk about this before, the comparison monster, this thing that like mm, overshadows you, it comes, it takes over your mind, your body, your soul. You can't help it. You fall into this depth of like everyone else's life is better than mine. They could do that. I could never do that. I know it's so common and people always say like, oh, everyone just posts their highlight reels and their best bit to Instagram, but I just wanna deep that for a second. Have you ever opened your Instagram just after having the worst argument with your partner and been like, my relationship feels really tough right now. I don't know if we're gonna make it. Have you ever come home from the worst day at work where you went to present something, you froze, you couldn't get your work words out, or you found out that you didn't get the promotion you wanted and you got. Did you ever get home and think, I'm just gonna post my story and say, oh, I didn't get my promotion today. I feel really crap about where my career's going. If you did, please let me know. Because I've never seen anybody do this, and I know for sure I've never done this. We literally are only ever posting. And even the things that we might feel like a bit of mediocre, like non-planned story content, like, you know, not just posting when you've gone on holiday. You know, sometimes you just post random things like your meals, blah, blah, blah. You're not posting your ugly meals. You're posting your well-cooked meals, the ones where you've put a little, like, garnish of parsley on the top. You're not posting your, like, dolmio pasta sauce. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like we're constantly putting out this best bits. And so what happens then when we're comparing ourselves to others, we are literally comparing ourselves to a false representation that we have of somebody else. And what we do is we create stories in our mind around what that means for them and their lives. You know, you see... At Laura the Great123 post that she's just bought a house, she's like dangling her keys, like just got the keys to my new apartment. But what you didn't see was her working 17-hour days for the past five months to save for that deposit. And so what you're seeing is, oh my gosh, Laura the Great002. Can't even remember if that's the number I just used. <laughs> and also who does 02 on the end of it? That was a bad handle name, but just roll with me on the story, okay? You're saying she has it all she's bought a house she's on this stage of her life and you are maybe also attaching stories like and she has a great time whilst doing it but she maybe didn't have a great time whilst doing it maybe she sacrificed a lot of things but you're not seeing that same thing maybe that next weekend Laura's posting that she's out with her boyfriend at this really nice restaurant and you're seeing them, and you're like, oh my God, they look so happy they've just bought a house together. What if they're not? What if they're really struggling? Maybe they actually didn't buy a house together. Like we li- we create these false representations of our mind and we tell, us- we tell ourselves that it's true. Meanwhile, Laura the Great 002 is sat looking at your Instagram thinking, oh my gosh, I wish I just had a bit more time with my family. I wish I spent more time with my grandparents before they passed away. I love that you, that person does that. I'm going to say it's you, whoever's listening. I love that you spend time doing those things that I want to do. And everyone is doing it. We are all sat comparing ourselves to this false representation we have of other human beings. And we're driving ourselves crazy. We are making ourselves feel tiny because... We think that everyone else has got it all and we don't. And we have to stop it. We have to stop it. A real, like, tangible thing that you can do if you know that you get stuck in this cycle is mute people. Mute people's stories and mute people's posts if you need to protect your energy for all. Maybe as I shared this, there there was a specific person or some specific people that came to mind that you do naturally compare yourself to because you feel like their life looks so fabulous. Unsubscribe, protect your energy, and remember, we're all going through it. My my other tip to overcome this, and this is more of like a general. I want I want everyone to to buy into and subscribe to this next thing that I'm going to share. Because if we can all do a little bit more of this, we will all form way more confident. And that thing is to start to humanize and be more vulnerable about our real experiences in life. Like, we need imperfection to connect. Think about it. Whenever you bump into somebody and you get chatting and you go deep, it's usually because you've both shared something that you are either struggling with or that you are really excited about, but something that was like below the like oh yeah I'm good everything's great this is my life right it's usually the layer beneath it's the imperfection or the things that really move you that sit under that surface level stuff that allows you to connect with other people it's being a little bit vulnerable that brings in connection and when we connect with people we feel one more way more confident like if you know that when you step into a a meeting to present to your boss that your boss has actually had a horrendous journey in and they're just like decompressing before they start like they say don't stress like take a minute i'm taking a minute it's been a crazy day let's just settle into the room before we get going you feel a bit more like okay you're a human i'm a human we're just going to do our best in this situation rather than coming in sitting down Pretending like everything's fine and dandy when it's not. Now, I'm not saying that you need to like pour your heart out about all the terrible things that have happened to you in every instant in your life in order to feel confident. But I'm just saying the more we can open up and not just show our surface level best bits, the easier we make it for other people to do the same, which can help us feel more confident about our interactions. The fact that every single one of you that's listening to this right now has at some point probably felt everyone else has got their shit together and I don't means we're all in the same boat and if we can all just open up and say I think you've got your shit together and I don't then we can all be like "Ah, yeah me too great we're all just doing the best that we can let's feel good about the effort and energy that we're putting into whatever it is we're doing and whatever it that is we're not feeling confident about I think this is felt especially so with people that are like and return vibes i am 29 years old a lot of my friends are getting married having babies hitting these big life milestones and i have a lot of other friends that feel like they're really getting left behind or they're doubting their worthiness or how good they are at being humans because they, these things aren't happening for them so then they feel less confident in being a partner or being good in their career or finding uh being able to afford a house whatever And actually, if we can just all humanise and be honest about the things that have led us to where we are now, what we struggle with and what we don't, we feel more confident. So next time you have an interaction with somebody, rather than just saying like, yeah, I'm fine. This is an invitation for you to open up and be a little bit more vulnerable, allowing someone else to do the same so that they can feel more confident in where they are at and more confident in your interactions. If you're a manager, oh, my gosh, I plead this with you. Get vulnerable, vulnerable with your team this doesn't mean like I said sharing all your deep dark secrets and losing the authority that you maybe need to hold in some way but stop pretending things are perfect it's not making anyone feel more confident okay the second way that you can feel more confident in yourself do scary things (sighs) prove to yourself that you can do things that maybe at some point you felt like you couldn't for a minute, I want you to imagine yourself standing in the middle of a circle. There is this big circle. Maybe it's a white chalkboard style circle drawn around you. Maybe it's, I don't know, five meters in circumference radius. Oh, my gosh. Mass GCSE was a really long time ago. It's a big circle. <laughs> and you're stood in the middle of it. And with you inside that circle is all of the things that you feel confident doing all of the things that you're used to doing. And that circle is called your comfort zone, right? In your comfort zone, things that you're like, yeah, I can do that, this feels good, I enjoy it, Mm, safety, security, and our comfort zone is important. We need to have a comfort zone in our life, things that we can do that we enjoy that feel comfortable for our lives to feel, you know, like they are enjoyable and not fear-based all the time. However, when you are wanting to feel more confident, What you're essentially wanting to do is expand that circle. You're wanting that circle to get bigger and you're wanting to put more things that are outside of that circle inside of your circle. So more things that right now feel like they are a bit scary, also exciting inside your circle. And in doing that, you're going to feel more confident because there are more things that you can do. And the things outside of that circle are the things outside of your comfort zone. Do more of those things. And prove to yourself that you can do hard things, prove to yourself that you can overcome challenges and you can put yourself in situations that maybe are a little bit uncomfortable, but that also bring you a sense of accomplishment. Now, I always say that things that you want to go for that are outside of your comfort zone are things that are a combination of scary and exciting. If it's just scary, you probably aren't going to enjoy doing it or want to do it ever again. If it's just exciting, it's probably inside of your comfort zone. Think expansive things. Maybe you've got a new side hustle or business idea that you've been sat on for a while and you're like, that was really scary and really exciting. Taking a step in doing that thing is going to help you feel more confident. Maybe you want to like give a new activity a go, rock climbing, or you want to do a skydive. Bloody terrifying, but also really exciting. Expand your comfort zone and prove to yourself, create evidence for yourself that you are confident because a confident, like somebody who does things that are scary and exciting has confidence. So start to create evidence in your life that you're confident, which leads me quite nicely onto the third thing that is going to help you increase your self confidence, and that is reflecting on your wins. So, yes, the things that you start to do that are outside of your comfort zone. Make a regular habit. I check in with my clients every week at the end of every week to be like, cool, what are we celebrating this week? What have you done that you are proud of? We live in a society that is always looking forward at the next big thing. What can I do next? What's the next goal? What's the next achievement? We never look back and think, "Okay, I'm really proud of this thing. We look back very easily at the things we didn't do well at the things that we are ridiculing ourselves for, the things that we feel bad about, the things that we feel guilty about, the things that we didn't do well enough. We've got all the energy and time for that, but we never reflect on the things that we've done that we're really proud of and that actually remind us that we are incredible human beings. When was the last time you did that? Schedule in regular time to reflect on your wins and the things that you're doing whether it be weekly, whether it be monthly, whether it be quarterly, set an invitation in your diary, have a like coffee date with a friend where you can say, look, should we reflect on things that we're doing that are great rather than just somebody to be like, what's the next thing that we should plan? Or even better, if you are going to be planning, goal setting, doing future focused things before that begins, just add in a little time or reflection session where you can reflect and celebrate actually I have some homework a little task if you will something that you can start right now to help with this open the notes in your phone after you've listened to this podcast don't you dare stop listening to it now (laughs) I'm joking you can go and do it now or you can just keep this playing whilst you do it header in your notes title my I've got this list My I've got this list. What I want you to do when this potty finishes is I want you to reflect on life. And I want you to make a list of all of the things you've done that you ever in your life that you're proud of. Could be big things, you know, graduation, job roles, you know, having a child, but also anything like anything. Maybe you organized a really cute dinner for you and your friends and the vibes were just immaculate and it felt really good in the room. Maybe you joined a sports team after being scared to. What are all of the things that you've done that you're proud of? Reflect on them. Have an ongoing list of play like this this list that you get to keep adding to every single week, every single month, every single quarter and build a habit of reflecting on the things that you've done that are good. What this does is it becomes your own little self-validation tool. When we don't feel confident, we sometimes go to other people for validation whether that be a partner whether that be parents whether that be friends we're like tell me that I'm good enough tell me that I can do life tell me that I'm good at things and to be fair I say this all the time but we go through life as children being taught to seek validation from others we get gold stars when we do wheeze on potties we get graded on our marks we get like pats on the back we are constantly being taught please this person Prove to this person that you are good enough. And then we become adults. And all of a sudden, we're just meant to know how good we are. Like, nobody taught me that, babe. (laughs) Nobody taught me that. Nobody taught me that I needed to be able to tell myself that I was good enough. But having your I've got this list is your own way to remind yourself that you are good enough and that you've got this because I can tell you that you're worthy or that you should be confident again and again. It will last 10 seconds. You need to create evidence and remind yourself that you are. And some people will find this task really easy. Some people find it harder. Put some tunes on, put some music on. Scroll back through the years of your life. Scroll back through the photos in your phone and look back at all of the different memories that you have that maybe trigger a moment that you felt really good, really proud, really confident in the way that you were doing you. Add it to the list. So that's that one. Reflect on your wins and self validate. Okay, the fourth way. Now, if you didn't know this already, I'm a neurolinguistic practitioner. I'm also a certified hypnotherapist. I am so fascinated with our subconscious mind. Our subconscious mind runs ninety-five percent of our human programming. Your conscious mind—the things that you're consciously think, thinking about. of your mind. 5% of your mind is run by your conscious brain. 95% is run by your subconscious brain. So I'm just so fascinated and I love tapping into all of the ways that you can start to make changes in your subconscious mind because your subconscious mind is the thing that rules your programming, your beliefs, your systems. It's the things you do without thinking. And your beliefs, like I said, your beliefs are stored in your subconscious mind. So the things that you believe about yourself, you're not consciously thinking about those 24-7. You might be thinking about a fraction of them, one little thing in an event or a moment, but you're not thinking about all of them. So one of the things that you can do, the fourth thing that you can do to really start to feel more confident in yourself is to use subconscious reprogramming to shift your beliefs about yourself. If you are not feeling confident, you have a belief in yourself that you are not confident. You have a belief in yourself that you are not able in some areas. You maybe have a belief that you aren't good enough in some ways. And that belief would have come from some point in your life. The main place, the main time in our life when our beliefs are created is from the ages of zero to seven. So childhood. Uh, But you can't always consciously remember the first moment when a belief was created about yourself. Obviously. There are other limiting beliefs, and there are things that will maybe have been adding fuel to that fire of lack of confidence over your teens and adult life as well. And so, what you can do, something that is really powerful, and something that I do with myself and that I share in workshops that I offer, and also with my clients, is to create a really impactful subconscious reprogramming tool. I'm going to break down what that means because right now it's probably sounding like lingo from Jingo. To shift your belief about yourself. So, your beliefs are stored in your mind, okay? And there are so many different neural pathways in your mind that fire information to your brain that tell your brain how you feel about something. So, say you walk into a room and your boss is like, hey, cool, can you just, do you want to just present your ideas? If you have a belief that you are not good at presenting, if you don't feel confident as a presenter, there is a neural pathway that goes straight to the part of your brain that says, no, you're not good at presenting, oh gosh, freeze. And then it you know affects your body, your behavior, your words. What we want to do is we want to start to create new neural pathways in your mind so that when your boss steps into a room and is like, hey, do you want to present your ideas? You can think, okay, yeah, maybe I could present my ideas because maybe I'm, I'm actually okay at presenting. So, if you're with me, your neural pathways in your mind right now are formed based on your beliefs about yourself. If you believe you're not good at presenting, you are lighting up a neural pathway that is like, nah, no, not good at it. Terrible. Freeze. Don't do that. You're going to be bad. And what you want to do is start creating neural pathways that say the opposite. Now, the really clever thing about the subconscious mind is it doesn't know the difference between thought and reality. So, if you are thinking that something is real, your subconscious mind believes it's actually happening. Now, this is obviously has good and bad, like it has benefits and it also has drawbacks, but you can really use it to its benefit when you're wanting to shift your belief about yourself, when you're wanting to change the way you feel about how confident you are, because you can feed your mind, your subconscious mind information about you being super confident, Like you just imagining yourself being up at the front of the room and presenting really confidently is creating new neural pathways in your mind so that when you are invited up to present, you have a neural pathway that's like, yeah, sure, I could do that. I think I'm actually quite good at it. Good at that. Now, because like I said, thought, reality, your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference. So one really powerful way that you can create this subconscious reprogramming shift in your by yourself is through creating your own subconscious reprogramming script and that script is almost going to act as like a visualization for your mind that is going to trick your subconscious into thinking that that is actually happening and the more something happens the stronger your neural pathway becomes in your brain so if you have forever believed i can't present you've got a really strong neural pathway that goes from a to z that says you can't present. Or almost imagine it like walking through a forest. There are really well trodden paths that are wide open. There are no little twigs on that path. There are no branches. There are no logs. You can walk clearly. They are the pathways that have been lit up for years and years that are set. You know, right now you're like, yeah, no, not good. at, Not good at that thing. What you want to do is to start to create new pathways in this forest, start to tread new paths that say, yes, I can do this. Now, through creating your own subconscious reprogramming script that essentially lists or describes what the most confident version of you does. How do they start their day? What does the most confident version of you do for work? How does the most confident version of you act? What does the most confident version of you get? How do they impress or impact others? And really describe in detail how you imagine the most confident version of you to move through the things that you're wanting to do. Get those candles on. Spend an evening just stepping into the world of what the most confident version of you would look like. I again offer this as part of one of my workshops, uh, Activating Self Confidence. So, if you see me putting on one of those and you want to create one with me, you can come on to one of those workshops or you can DM me. We can have a session and we can create one together. Then, what you want to do is once you've created this subconscious reprogramming script, read it to yourself every day this could be like a paragraph long it could be a whole page long it really doesn't matter the main thing is you want to read this thing this script that describes the most confident version of you every day for as long as you can like every day for three months amazing every day for a month amazing if you forget one morning don't worry just start again you can also do it in the evening your subconscious mind is like a sponge as soon as you wake up or just before you go to bed so read this script that describes the most confident version of you. I like doing it in the morning because it like empowers me for my day and a lot of my clients do too. But you can do it in the morning or evening. Read it to yourself. Out loud is best because your mind isn't getting distracted by anything else. But you can also do it in your head if you need to. Read it. And as you read that thing, just make sure whether it's in your head or out loud, you are imagining you're almost feeling the emotions of that thing coming to life you're imagining yourself in that scenario describing I wake up in the morning I choose this for breakfast the most confident version of me starts starts her day by having a nutritious breakfast she then goes out on a walk when she speaks she speaks with confidence she's loud she's clear people listen you know she communicate like th- get into the detail of what it is and read it and imagine you doing that Now, if you read that every day, what you're starting to do is you're starting to create those new neural pathways. Your brain believes it's happening. It thinks, oh my gosh, you're up there, you're presenting, you're doing it, I've got this, so that when the opportunity comes about, you have a strong neural pathway that says, ah, okay, yeah, I think I could maybe do that. The great thing about creating new neural pathways is your old ones that you're not using, they start to shrink, they start to reduce. So over time, the more that you use this visualization, this script, this subconscious reprogramming tool, the easier it is for you to feel more confident about yourself. So that is my fourth powerful way. Use visualization, start to use scripting to shift your beliefs about yourself. I do this constantly and i feel so much more energized and like yeah, fuck it, i can do it yes i can do it and put big don't just put things that you can already do in that script put the things that you really want to do that you're maybe not feeling confident enough to do right now so there you have it i hope you find that helpful your four ways to feel more confident about yourself one stop comparing yourself and start to be more vulnerable so that you can connect with others and feel more confident about yourself and help others feel more confident too two do scary things expand your comfort zone create evidence for yourself that you are confident and that you can do scary things. Three, reflect on your wins. Have your, I've got this list so you can self validate and four visualize the most confident version of you through scripting and reprogram your subconscious mind. (sighs) I hope you found that helpful. Go out there, be the most confident version of yourself. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it. Tag me on Instagram. Follow if you're not following already. Like, comment, subscribe, you know, all of the things. If you want to have more conversation with me about self-confidence, I support clients on this very thing. So drop me a DM. I would love to help you. If you're a brand or you're a business and you would like to empower your team or your community to feel more confident, hit me up. Like I said, I have workshops on this very thing. It's one of my favorite ones to deliver. That's it. Have a beautiful day. Love you.